Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul, first this beautiful morning. Lord, my soul, first to be here again in your presence. I say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit praises his name. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, Jesus is Lord. Even in the grave, Jesus is Lord. We magnify you once again, precious Lord. Because you are King of kings and Lord of lords. We magnify you as the one who rose again from the dead. We magnify you as the one who has the keys of death and of hell itself. King of glory, Lord of all laws, God Almighty, receive all our praises this morning in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you for bringing us once again into your presence. Thank you for granting us wisdom and understanding to learn and to, to, to receive wisdom in your word. We magnify you, O God, in the name of Jesus. As we take out this time to learn once again, Lord, grant us wisdom and understanding and let your name be glorified in our lives once more. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue reading the book of John. A big thank you to everyone joining in again this morning. God bless you. But we continue reading the book of John. We stopped yesterday on John chapter 15, verse, verse 17 to be precise. And so we continue from there. Thank you to everyone joining in for the first time this morning. God bless you. I hope to see you again and again. Verse 18 already. Okay, so before we start reading, I did say yesterday that this event was what took place after the Passover meal before they then went to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and then Jesus is then arrested. So this took place within the span of just a few hours. Um, and I did say yesterday that only the Gospel of John captures this event. If you read it from the other Gospels, they just say, it says that they talked, they sang hymns together, and then they went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Okay, so... John gives us exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Okay, yesterday we saw Jesus tell us that he is the way to the Father. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father unless through me. And then at the beginning of this chapter 15, Jesus says that I am the true vine. Unless you remain in me, you are lost. You will die away. And we emphasized that yesterday, and Jesus rounded up by saying, Look, 
if you love me you will obey my commandment in fact verse 17 says this is my command love each other all right so let's continue from there it says if the word the world oh word now hates you remember it hated me first okay it hated me first the world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it but you are no longer part of the world I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. When you look at Jesus' comment here in verse from verse 18, 19, and 19, then you wonder at Christians who expect our reasoning and culture to match up or to be the same with the world. We want to act like the world so that the world can accept us. The world will never accept us as long as we are following Jesus. Why? Because we have been called out of the world. Okay? So, trying to change ourselves so that the world can accept us is a waste of time. And there are many denominations that are trying to do that today. We have been called out of the world. Jesus says you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. So we have been separated. We have been called out. That is one of the words. That's what it means to be a Christian. We have been called out of the world. We cannot be living like the world or wanting to to do everything to please the world so that the world can accept us. 20 says, do you remember what I told you? Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. So don't be surprised, you know, that they are trying to push a gay agenda and it does not line up, line up with, with, with our beliefs and culture. And because we are standing for that, we are being called misogynistics, we are being called racist, we are being called homophobes, we are being called different names jesus said they hated me too okay so don't don't worry naturally they will hate you now of course they didn't just only hate him they persecuted him he said they were going to persecute you they were going to persecute us also he says and if you listen to me they would um since they persecuted me naturally they will persecute you and if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. Okay, so you understand why it seems the world is not listening, right? Yes, 21. They will, they will do all this to you because of me. For they have rejected the one who sent me. It's because they rejected the Father. That's why they will not accept the things that we are saying. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sins. There will not be anyone who will stand before the judgment throne and will have a tenable excuse enough for rejecting Jesus. It was a free gift from the Father, his only begotten Son. You had the message and so you will have no excuse for your sins. Anyone who hates me also hates my Father. Anyone who hates me, you know, the way some people do, 
and they talk about Jesus. That Jesus thing is a scam. Anyone who hates me hates my father. You cannot be talking about the son like that and expect that you know the father or you accept the father or the father will accept you. It doesn't work like that. 24 says, if I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. If you ask so that many in the Muslim world believe that they also love the father, but they reject the son. In fact, essentially, it's the son. The son cannot be the son. The son is simply a prophet. He's simply, he's simply just a man of God. Okay? Um, but Jesus says, if you hate me, you have hated the father. If you reject me, you have rejected the father. And sincerely, you are guilty already. Okay? For those who want to ask Oh, are you saying that every Muslim will also go, will also not be with us in heaven or will go to hell? They have rejected Jesus. And that automatically means they have rejected the Father. He says, but as it is, they have, re- they have seen everything I did. They have seen everything that the Holy Spirit has done in our lives. And I'm not talking about the miracles they have seen how much he has transformed the life of those who follow him. They have seen that we, we are literally the light of this world, the salt of this earth, apart from the miracles. Okay? And there are many miracles that have, that have happened that those who come to Jesus seem to have something unique in their lives. They have seen all of that and still they reject him. And so Jesus said they will have no they will have no excuse but as it is they have seen everything I did yet they still hate me and my father this fulfills this fulfills what what is written in the scripture what is written in the scripture does go to Psalm 35 verse 19 Psalm 90, Psalm 69 verse 4 he says that they hated me without cause. That was the Messiah speaking. They hated me without cause. 26 says, but I will send you the advocate. I will send you the comforter, the encourager, the counselor. I will send you the paraclete, the paraclete or paracletos, the spirit of truth. It will come to you from the father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have seen me with, from the beginning. You have, you, because you have been with me from the beginning of my, of my ministry. Okay? So, in this one chapter, just go back and read about what Jesus says about the Holy Spirit. He says he will, he will show you, he will reveal to you all things. He will be with you. He says here in this chapter, he says he will testify. He will testify about me. The Holy Spirit, when he has come, will testify, will testify about Jesus to us. He is the one who reveals Jesus to us. Okay? So very, very important work that the Holy Spirit was coming to do. All right. Let's move on to 
chapter 16. And here Jesus continued to emphasize the work of the Holy Spirit. He says that I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. For you will be expelled from the synagogue and the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are doing a holy service for God. You see, these things cannot, you cannot, I'm telling you, you, can, you cannot, what's the word for it now? Jesus said, says it, it's happening in our world today, right? <laughs> those who will kill Christians and they will tell you to accept one God somewhere and if you choose to accept that God, you know, they cut off your neck, you know, and to kill, they kill in the name of a God. It says that they will expel you from the synagogue and the time is coming when they kill you. They think that they are doing a holy service to God. They don't know God. You see, this is because they never, they never know, they have never known the Father or me. That's why they can possibly kill you. Say, yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a, for a while longer. He didn't tell, us, tell them some of these things because he was still with them. There was no need. But now that he was going, it was important that he told them these things. Now, let's see some more work of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5 says, But now I am going away to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I have, have because of what I've told you. But in fact, of course, they were not happy. The minute he told them and began to really explain to them what it meant, you know, and that he is going, he was going to die. Already they couldn't really tell him anything. Okay. Peter that tried to confront him once was called a <laughs> Jesus said, Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> so none of them were ready to 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 go through that air dryer experience, okay? To be to be trashed or to be spoken harshly to like that. And so all they thought all they could do was just to grieve. They were just grieving. But Jesus is trying to give them perspective here. Um it would have really been better for you to have been asking questions like where are you going? What's going to happen? Where are you going to come back? You know, things like that. But they didn't ask. They were grieving. He says, I'm not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate won't come. The Holy Spirit could not come in his full time in his full ministry the holy spirit could not come until jesus left our plane until the time when jesus was around the holy spirit could come and be with them yes he was inside jesus there were a few of them that were anointed jesus was was a different experience okay there were a few of them that were anointed by the holy spirit but the Holy Spirit literally came and went. When Jesus leaves, the Holy Spirit was going to come and be in them. Jesus explained it yesterday. He was going to come and be in them. And so he will live with them. We literally become 
the temple of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was essentially saying, you will not become the temple of the Holy Spirit until I am, I am gone from here. He says, because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. If I go, then he will come. Okay, we can't be doing the work of the advocate at the same time. But you agree with me that the advocate work of the Holy Spirit is by far, you know, will reach more people. Okay, just at once. Jesus at this point was was physically here on earth. Okay, so he could only touch those he was in contact with or but the holy spirit was different the holy spirit has always been omnipresent okay so could could be in all of us at the same time be speaking to all of us at the same time be doing the work of the advocate the work of the comforter the work of the counselor all at the same time jesus said i will send him to you and when he comes he will convict the world of its sins it will, it will convict the world of his sins and of God's righteousness. He will convict the world, the world of its sins and of God's righteousness. And of the coming judgment, he will convict the world. So you see the work, more work of the Holy Spirit. Apart from the fact that he was coming to, to be with us, to be in us, Jesus says that he will, part of the work of the Holy Spirit is that it will come it will come up convict the world of its sins the one who convicts the one who makes you feel bad eh the one who of course for us believers is is slightly different for us believers the fact that we feel bad about what we do we can't live in sin it is because of the holy spirit that is inside us but here yeah, jesus is talking about convicting the world of sin the one who will make the world even come to come to Jesus is the Holy Spirit. He says he will convict when he is come. He will he will convict the world of its sins and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. He says the word sin, the word sin is that he refuses to believe in me. The sin eh, that God will judge is that you refuse the son. Not know what is uh, you commit adultery, uh, you commit fornication, you commit all this on. Uh, no, what God will judge you, will send you to hell for, is that you rejected, you rejected. In fact, the words of Jesus here, He said, you refused to believe in the Son because the Son is the way, the truth, and the life. He says, righteousness verse ten, righteousness is available. Because I go to the Father, and you will see me, you will see me no more. Righteousness is now available because Jesus has gone to the Father. Righteousness is available for me. Righteousness is available for you because Jesus has now gone back to the Father. He says judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. When Jesus presented his sacrifice on that day, Eh? The ruler of this world, Satan himself, has already been judged. His judgment has been passed. And so, he cannot repent. His case is settled. He has already been judged. And so, what Satan seeks to do is to take as many people along with him. I pray this morning that you will not be among the people that he will take along with him. Because, yes, some, some will follow him into the lake of fire. 
12 says there is so much room there is so much more i want to tell you but you can't bear it now when the spirit of truth come he will guide you into all truth you see that another work of the holy spirit apart from the fact that he will come when he comes he will he will be in us and he will be with us and when he comes he will he will teach us all things jesus also says that when he comes he will convict the word of sin here here jesus says that look the spirit of truth the holy spirit is the one who guides who guides into into the truth you cannot know the truth without the holy spirit it's as simple as that he is the one who guides you into the truth the one who opens the word of god to you when you read your bible and you understand it is the holy spirit the one who interprets the word of god to you you read your bible it's exciting it is sweet to you yes the holy spirit is working he says that look when the spirit of truth come he will guide you into all truth he will not speak on his own but he will tell you what he has had the holy spirit will also speak to us it will when the father gives us something speaks to us the one that we will hear is the holy spirit some of you i will say ah something just told me something just told me the person who just told you actually you should have said you should have said the correct word to say someone just told me the one who just told you is the holy spirit he will tell you whatever the father is saying to you he will tell you about the future verse 13 completes completion of verse 13 says he will tell you about the future it will bring me glory what another work of the holy spirit it will bring the son glory by telling you whatever he receives from me all that belongs to me uh, all that belongs to the father is mine uh, this is why i said the spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me all right let's move on verse 16 in a little while you won't see me anymore but a little while after that you will see me again some of the disciples asked each other what does he mean when he says in a little while you won't see me but then you will see me you will see you but, but then you will see me and i am going to and, and i am going to the father and what does he mean by a little while we don't understand jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it so he said are you asking yourselves what i meant i said in a little while you won't see me we understand now right that he was going to die so <laughs> they won't see him for a while just a few days anyway he says um i said in a little while you won't see me but a little while after that you will see me again i tell you the truth you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me but the world will rejoice you will grieve but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy and i'm telling you their grieves their grief turned into wonderful joy they were excited yes they were excited eventually when they would meet jesus see him in his resurrected form but first they had to grieve they had to weep at what happened to jesus many of them were were disappointed how could he the son of god die such as shameful death but his shameful death was what paid for us paid for our sins on the cross of calvary 
He said, um, you will mourn at over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. 21, it will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When a child is born, her anguish, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Uh, then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. No one can rob us of the joy of knowing Jesus. 23. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name. This is why we pray in the name of Jesus. That is what it means to pray in the name of Jesus. Is asking Father, I would have asked this thing from Jesus if he were present here. But since he is not present here, I am using his name. I am standing in, I'm standing instead of him. Or literally, it's as if I am asking him. And Jesus said, the Father will grant your request because you ask in my name. 24, you haven't done this before. You haven't done this before. Up to now. When they went out to pray for people, they said demons submitted to them. In what name did they pray? Oftentimes they prayed, they prayed in in Yahweh's name. Possibly they were Jews, remember? And of course they could have prayed in the name of Jesus. Because remember when Peter told Jesus that they saw someone who was casting out, he was casting out demon who was not part of them. And Jesus said, no, they should not stop the person that because the person was casting out the demons in the name of Jesus. Okay? So, but Jesus said, from now on, you will ask the Father using my name and the Father will do will do it. And when that happens, he says, you will have abundant joy. He says, I have spoken of these matters in figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and I will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name, then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Now, let's quickly round up now. So then his disciples said, at last, you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Okay, what did he tell them? told them that he was returning to the Father. He's been telling them this all this while. It was just difficult for them to understand. I am returning to my Father. And as I go, you will ask. You will ask in my name. Okay, not I won't be the one asking the Father for you. You will ask the Father in my name because, and because the Father loves the Father loves you dearly because you love me first. The Father will grant your request. Okay, so he says, yes, I came from the Father into the world and now I, I will leave the world and return to the Father. That's why he, he said they couldn't go with him. Then his disciples said, at last, you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything and there's no need to question you f- from this. Question you from this, we believe that you came from God. 31, Jesus asks, do you finally believe? But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now. When you will be scattered, each one going to his own way, leaving me alone, yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may 
have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Jesus said, take heart, I have overcome the world. Now, our lessons from today. First of all, we learn about the amazing work of the Holy Spirit. I want you to go back and read it again. The work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit convicts the word of sin. The Holy Spirit also helps us to live godly lives. It will point out, it will bear witness in our spirit whenever we are doing something wrong. But beyond that, the Holy Spirit is the one who will teach us the truth of the word of God. Yes, he is the one who would show us the son, the one who will speak to us when the father speaks to us, the one whose voice we will hear will be the Holy Spirit. Now, in conclusion, Jesus said that he had overcome the world on our behalf. Are you not excited this morning that Jesus overcame for you? overcame he said that the the ruler of this world satan himself is judged has been judged already are you not excited will you just go ahead and say thank you this morning father i say thank you because you overcame for me thank you because i now have the holy spirit i can walk in the truth of the word of god lord help me this morning to develop and cherish my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Lord, help me this morning. Help us this morning to walk in the truth that you overcame the world. We give you all the praise, precious Savior. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.